0: Welcome to my December coaching calendar, a series of podcasts for the month of December where I explore different topics as it pertains to leadership, leadership development, personal development, life coaching, teams, working in teams. It's quite broad and I'm sharing with you topics and conversations that I've had with my coaching clients during the past year and what I've learned from them, and also from my own life and from my family. As you know, in yesterday's uh, podcast, not the first one in the series, I talked about creativity and how my conversation with my, with my daughter inspired me there. Today, the topic is uh, risk, taking risk, and also control, the need to be in control. And this is these two topics, and they're very much related, I think, uh, have have surfaced several times during the last three months, uh, as I've been coaching some female leaders, some women leaders. And and it, they're, both of them have been common topics, exactly. How do we take risk? Uh, what is it that holds us back to taking risks, to stepping out of the comfort zone, but also to taking risk at work, at work? Uh, and as leaders, as team leaders, as managers of people. And 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 how can we create an environment where risk taking is safe? And what does it mean to do to to create or to take strategic risks and calculated risks? And I wonder what that means for you. But those are topics that 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 has surfaced a lot lately. And then also also the risk of letting go and especially as a leader to let go of your control to step away from trying to control everyone in their everyday work meaning uh, micromanaging how can you trust others more and step back and delegate and let your team members take charge and be leaders in their jobs so they can thrive, so they can succeed, and also to increase motivation and engagement. Because often what we see is is that when leaders don't trust their team and they micromanage or do not want to delegate, it has a negative impact on motivation and engagement. And it also means that the leader, or the leader of a team, uh, runs the risk of burning out because they end up do, doing everything themselves. Uh, so, so these are some of the conversations we had, we, we we have had recently, and really talking about how one can be intentional of, for example, identifying the strengths of one's team members and identifying projects and 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 the circumstances where one can step back. Give them authority, let them take the lead on a project, and also let them succeed, but also let them fail. And how do you, how do you create an environment, a team environment, well, where people feel safe to do so? And and so this is, these are some of the topics that have come up. But also the allowing oneself to take risks to perhaps pursue a project or pursue a job, going for a leadership leadership position that uh, that might be challenging, that's perhaps beyond one's comfort zone, or just taking more room and taking more space. That's another thing that we've spoken about a lot. To have a voice, to have a stronger voice at work, where we sometimes talk about this you know, leadership presence or gravitas, uh, and how does this relate to my son or to my family? Because I said that um, um, my family also inspires me as a coach. And I feel that I learn a lot also from just being a parent. And I'm sure many of you can relate to our parents or who have uh, younger family members in your family. So yesterday I talked about my, my daughter. Today uh, I wanted to share a story with you that taught, um, uh, about my son, who is a senior in high school. He's 17. And and in many ways he is very different from me because uh, he ha- in some circumstances he's completely fearless, which I find absolutely puzzling because I can't see myself in that. I do take risks also, but but uh, but um, yeah, depends on what situation. I mean, so he's a senior in high school and. And there's, he loves music. He loves to sing. He plays the drum. He's all, always singing, in choir. He's never singing solo necessarily, but but as a group. And uh, but overall, music is very important for him. So they have this talent show coming up at high school, and they need to submit a, you know, a recording of what they want to perform. Uh, so he decided that he is going to audition for this uh, talent show that's in a couple of weeks, and he's going to sing a solo, uh, likely a cappella. We'll see, and he's going to sing fin- the Finlandia hymn by, by Sibelius, which is a, a very emotional song uh, piece of a piece of music by Sibelius um, which is the kind of the national he's a national hero and a national composer of Finland which is my native country and so my son has taught himself to sing this beautiful hymn it's a class it's a class classical piece in Finnish and my son doesn't speak Finnish and he has taught himself Finnish just listening to this to the to the to the choir, to the male, all male choir, singing this hymn, which is, has, which really is a story of Finland's independence and becoming, and also Finland remaining as an independent country during the world. So it, yeah, really talks, tells the story about our country. And my son loves history, so he relates to it. So, and I was a little taken aback when he told me today that, oh, mom, I'm going to record my audition tape today. And he has... And I'm like, what are you going to sing? And he told me, and I was like, whoa! And I I stepped back a little bit, and I had to stop myself because I almost told him, no, you can't do that because that's difficult, and you don't speak Finnish. How are you going to sing in Finnish? And this is a difficult a piece of music. And in in instead, I just <laughs> bit my tongue, and and decided, okay, uh, let's see. So. I tried to inquire him, like, how have you learned? Are you going to have music play in the background, like karaoke? Like, are you going to sing a cappella? Because that's really difficult. And are you sure you're going to do this? My son is kind of shy in social situations. He's, uh, uh, but he loves to perform. So, (laughs) so, oh, he explained to me and we kind of, and he played the song to me. And it's a beautiful song. and And, and, and then, As I was doing the laundry, I was loading the laundry machine. I asked him, okay, why don't you sing it to me so I can hear? And he started singing the the song to me. And it was beautiful. And I sang a little bit with him because I know some of the lyrics, but I don't know the whole thing. And he sang it in Finnish. Yes, with English-American pronunciation and some words were unclear. So I told him I can help with that if he gets selected. But he actually sang it beautifully. And I was shocked. And it really taught me a lesson that we, you know, on how important it is to not uh, let our own fears and insecurities stand in the way of others and others' success. And in this case, my sons, uh, because I might have discouraged him by saying, you can never do that. That's too difficult. because. I'm afraid, because I could never do that. And I would be afraid of failing. And I once tried to sing solo, and it was a disaster when I was in high school. So I was projecting my fears on him. But this time, I managed to stop myself and just let him give him the space to show to me. And I realized, whoa, he can do it. And then we talked about how, perhaps, he can at least help from his music teacher once it's time to really prepare. And you see how this also relates to leadership because the same thing comes to our work. Our fears can hold ourselves back from really thriving at work and succeeding and taking on projects that are good for us and that's good for the organization. But it can definitely hold our team members back uh, by, uh, by by allowing our own fears Uh, to become obstacles for others and preventing others to take risk or others to thrive and others to try new things and be creative because we fear that we can't do it. So that's my story today. And I want to leave that with you to think about uh, what fears are holding you back. And perhaps you can challenge yourself. I'm thinking maybe I should start singing again. And, and, What are you doing to encourage your team members, your peer and also your peers to to take risks and to learn and to thrive when appropriate? And perhaps you can have that conversation. Thank you so much for listening today. This was day two in my in the December coaching calendar and my name is Katarina, and I'm your leadership coach. Stay tuned.